You are listening to We're Going Stream Podcast. You can follow us on Twitter at going underscore streaming, on Instagram at We're Going Streaming, and like us on Facebook at Going Streaming. Oh, why, hello. Welcome back to another episode of We're Going Streaming, Thanksgiving edition. As always, I'm your favorite host, Patrick, Cake Daddy, Daddy Cakes, and any variation thereof of Patty Cakes. <laughs> oh, yeah. As always, I'm joined, I'm joined by my other favorite co-host, Brian. It's a pleasure to be here, Mr. Wayne. <laughs> and, <laughs> of course... <laughs> Sorry. It's already bad. I forgot about the Michael King. It's already bad. I can't do it. Okay, go ahead. And uh, and of course, my other favorite co-host, Matthew. I like how you call me the other. You said you go your my favorite <laughs> co-host, Brian. Favorite. My I said other co-host. co-host, Matt. I said I said co-host. Yeah. I'm joined by my favorite co-host. Shock it! I was. Why don't you go in and shock it? <laughs> I blew the bloody doors off. <laughs> she was only 15. No, you're, it's more nasally. <laughs> Some people just want to watch the world burn. <laughs> Master Wayne. I tried to do a Michael Caine impression. Like, I was working on it all day today, and it, it just, it, so I bad. can't do it's it. It's so hard. It, it's Michael Caine. Michael Caine. Oh, it's, that's close. Yeah. I feel like we got different ages going here. This is good. That's the closest. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Michael Caine now. Ish Michael Caine then. He slowed down. Uh, how did? How did we? Just, how did he this? De- why, wait. His wait. Do we ever? Do we ever talk about why? <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Do we ever talk about why we were uh, doing Michael Caine impressions here? Uh, I mean, if everyone watched the fucking movies we recommended. <clears throat> yeah, I'm sure. If you listen last episode, you know. Call him out. Call him out. <laughs> oh. All right, sorry. Way to make me feel sorry. like an idiot again, guys. <laughs> Anyway, anyway, so welcome to another episode of We're, Go- We're Going Streaming. This is our Thanksgiving special where we talk, and the theme this this time was comfort food and comfort for the soul. You know, the, yep. the best thing about Thanksgiving, you know, even though it's an American holiday, it's something that brings people together, that unites people, and the main thing that always brings people together is food. You know, it's a good reason to get fat, mm-hmm. get drunk deal with people you don't want to deal with or deal with people you want to deal get with drunk I don't off know. Depends on your... yeah do you get drunk off you can hell yeah there's there's uh animals that get drunk all the time oh, we should tell some thanksgiving and, uh, stories okay go ahead yeah maybe we should <clears throat> but we'll get to that but anyway uh but before we get into our movie slash shows slash uh whatever's <laughs> uh <laughs> Uh, why don't we do our do a quick little segment for Pat's Pat pop culture, culture Pat's pop. pop culture pop. Okay, that was actually wasn't bad. <laughs> um, uh, in breaking news, on the eighth of November, the Ba-na-na. SAG AFTRA has tentatively reached a agreement with the studios to for a contract, and we should be getting production back shortly however we will see how long that takes and they still need to ratify it so we'll 
we'll get back to you on that on the next episode. Put Dune back in November, you cowards. (laughs) It's not happening. (laughs) It's not happening as much as you wanted to. I know. I'm sorry, buddy. Not with that. You know, do you do you want do you want the do you want do you want Timothy Chalamet to come and kiss your boo boo, make it better? I don't don't want that. (laughs) But only in character as Willy Wonka. That was a weird casting choice. By I, wa- the way. I want. Okay, yeah, go ahead. No, that was it. That that was that's just a weird casting <laughs> no, choice. I, I was gonna go somewhere, but I won't. Go, go for it. <laughs> do it. I was Fucking gonna say no. I'd rather it. him go come. There. I'd rather him come at me like his call me by your name character, and I'm Army Hammer. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> Is this before or after the cannibalism? <laughs> Both. That was before. Oh, oh. Wait, are you Ooh. so you're army? Oh my god, Timothy Chalamet played a cannibal in a movie. Oh, this is getting weird. Oh wow. All right. <laughs> All right, we're uncomfortable now. We're reaching uncomfortable levels. Turned, yeah. Oh my god. Is, is this gonna turn into another uh get us back on the turn, road, Pat? Get us back on the road. No, wait, is this gonna turn into another werewolves or pedophiles <laughs> conversation? Um uh, good <laughs> reference. Good reference. <laughs> anyway. Good callback. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Uh, anyway, so that that's it for my pop culture pop. Oh wait, yeah. Sorry to uh, Chiefs Nation for uh, Taylor Swift. Good luck. Wish wish the best for you. Look, wait, it's she's me. just getting. Hi. <laughs> I don't know why you're sorry to them. It's fucking incredibly I mean, exciting. It's, fun, it's incredibly exciting, but I'm also sorry. <laughs> The yeah. one thing I don't understand, though, is how the NFL media and how they're dealing with it. Because they're like, oh, my God, Taylor Swift's watching football. So now all the women fans are going to watch football. But it's like there are a lot of women that were watching it before. Okay, yeah. yeah. Like I mean, she yeah. showed I mean, up, you know. I mean, let's, let's, not give her too much, let's not give her too much credit. <laughs> when I was at uh, – let's, let's dial it back a little bit. When I was but at the Bears also, game. It's cool to see. When I was at the Bears game, one of the loudest people was a woman who she was like five sections over, and I could hear her hear hear what she was saying clearly. It's like, how do you still have a voice after like three whole hours of just doing that? I'm like, I wasn't even mad. I was just impressed that I could hear her clearly five sections over. Oh yeah, she was shouting, "Get wow. fucked, Aberflus!" like a thousand times. <laughs> Obviously, you clearly heard what it said. No, that's Probably. just some Southside shit, though. Yeah, <laughs> that Taylor Swift date a Bears player. Oh, it's a whole different world. Yeah, watch, <laughs> watch those fans tear her a new one. I'd say DJ Moore, but I think she's taller than him. Wolf. Wow. Wow. Way to attack the, no. the best player on the fucking team, guy. Come at me, DJ Moore. No. No, uh, no give her the sweat. I'm taller give than him. Sweat. What? Yeah. Give her the sweat. <laughs> oh, there we go. I like that. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Now, now say something about Montez Sweat, Brian. <laughs> uh, I'm good. Uh, he's 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 wonderful. <laughs> he's a wonderful person, but he is kind of sweaty. Just great. <laughs> anyway, but yeah. Uh, uh, on to real quick, Matt's morbid minute. Matt's morbid minute. All right, and that was why Matt's morbid. Why did you have to go? Why took a minute to sing that song. Why did Why did you have to go min nuts? Why can't it be min it? <laughs> I don't know. It did take a minute. That'd um, be funny if we just we just did that, and you were like, "All right," and moving on. <laughs> and that's my time. <laughs>
Yeah. So uh, I'm just gonna go through. We're gonna be a little quicker. There were a lot of a lot of celeb deaths in uh, well since our last episode. Um, we had Piper Laurie Killer, who was in Carrie, and then later on she was in the the Faculty, which is a favorite of Brian's. I think it's a great movie. It is a good movie. Um, Suzanne Summers passed away October 14th of 2023. She was uh, best known for uh, Three's Company and Chrissy. Step by Step. Yeah, both great theme songs, by the way. Oh, she wasn't Step by Step. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. She was a mom. Richard Roundtree passed away October 23rd, 2023. Jesus. He was the uh, the OG Shaft. Jesus. And um, and the big one. Uh, Matthew Perry passed away October 27th, 2023, uh, known from Friends. Um, oh, God, what's the one he did with Bruce Willis? What the whole nine yards movies. Whole nine yards. Yeah. Yes. You know what's... Uh, whole nine yards. Fool's Rush In thir- with Salma Hayek. That's a good movie. Yeah. He also... What was the one he did with uh, the kid from... Uh, Zach Efron? The kid. My oh, name. 17 again. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, yes. Yeah. Um, oh, and then gonna, finally... Okay. Just a, uh, just not a good person, but uh, you know, I guess the media great will friend. say he was a. Uh... No, no, I'm not talking about Matthew Perry. Matthew Perry was <laughs> eventually <laughs> a great friend because he, he yeah, he, he turned his mansion into like a like a house for you know rehab facility or something. Mm-hmm. Um, he just did this because he just didn't want to have to travel to his. Room. I was okay. talking, I was talking Bobby was Knight, a jacuzzi? Uh, who passed away. <laughs> oh, nice. Because Bobby Knight was kind of an asshole. He was in blue chips. Everyone. Yeah, but people call him. I just noticed the media was like this troubled, great coach, and they were just like giving. Up. I was like, dude, was kind of. He choked a player. He threw chairs. He yeah, like not great. regularly beat players. He talked shit to people all the time. Like, I'm sorry. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna put him on a pedestal just because he passed away. Not great, but he was in Blue Chips, and that's a great movie. But he was in Blue Chips, which gets some points. He was- <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> it's like it redeems him a little. <laughs> right. <laughs> well, I mean, it relates like to our Jones. show, our yeah. podcast. <laughs> okay. I mean, I just, right. think, you know, just just call him out. Call him out. I agree. No, I agree. Yeah. Oh yeah. No. Yeah, first thing. A- first thing my father in law said after like Bobby Knight was like, uh, they, don't, "They don't do it like that anymore." And I'm like, "Thank God." Like I literally was like, thank yeah, right. God. That's a good, that's a good thing. <laughs> that's yeah. a good thing. Not that the guy wasn't smart, but Jesus, there's some kind of middle here. Like Yeah. He was a <laughs> like, good coach, but Right. Also a good, yeah, good coach was a temper. Coach. Yeah. He's a good drill. I mean, sergeant. you know what they yeah. you know. If that's if that's how you want to put it. Who'd you say? You know, some, I was gonna say sometimes uh, physical abuse is is the answer though. Oh, I thought you said Pete Carroll's a good coach, as in like he's the complete opposite of Bobby Knight and successful. <laughs> which I was like, I was gonna fucking applaud you. <laughs> no, I was just gonna say violence Except is sometimes the answer. Well, although Pete According Carroll's USC Knight. career, we can we can talk about that. He but he, I don't people. think he was abusive. Yeah, no, no, he wasn't abusive. He, he just, just cheated. Yeah, it's college. Um, Everybody cheats. Yeah, nobody. Yeah, it doesn't count until you leave for the NFL, and then they. <laughs> Then it counts. Go after the program. Yeah. 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 Wait till Saban leaves Alabama. Jesus. <laughs> yeah, right. It's all coming out. They're like 10 years leaving. where they can't compete. Oh, boy. Where are we right. right now? And that's, what? All right, <laughs> and that's it in sports. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Uh, oh, side note, so, though. Sidebar. 
regarding uh, Pete Carroll, you should listen to Marshawn Lynch on the Conan. He's on the Conan O'Brien podcast, and he was talking about Pete Carroll. It was kind of, it was kind of funny. Okay, that's all I see. That's it. <laughs> all right. Anyway, let's talk about our movies. Let's talk about comfort food. Let's talk about movies for the soul. Comfort show, food. Just comfort food for the soul. Why don't we start with? Why don't we start with the trip, Brian? Okay, on so Tubi. the trip. On to the trip, the trip on to Michael Caine. Michael Caine. Let's review the trip on to be. Um, <laughs> I can't. Well, that sounded like uh, uh, <laughs> like you're doing an audio book. That was nice. <laughs> yeah. As my, as Michael Caine. So, just, Fu, no, Fu, Fu, Fu critic Stephen Coogan is traveling companion Robert Brighton <laughs> trade delicious bobs and clever <laughs> remarks as they tour various eateries in Northern England. <laughs> I don't, I don't know where I'm at with this, but um, but anyway, so this is the 2010 kind of inaugural film to a franchise that eventually de- developed into a season or two and a couple other films. Um, uh. Yeah, so basically, it's 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 a fictitious um, premise, but Steve Coogan and Rob Brydon play themselves. Um, Steve Coogan is essentially asked by a magazine to tour the uh, very famous restaurants and stuff in Northern England. Um, initially, the plan was for his girlfriend uh, to accompany him, but because they go on a little bit of a break, <laughs> friends reference, but um, he decides to take his very close friend. Uh, Rob Brydon with him. Rob Brydon is is in real life and in this film a very famous impressionist kind of comedian kind of thing. And uh, yeah, the movie basically plays out as almost a docudrama. I guess I'd call it a docudrama, right? Because it's not it's not a it's not a documentary, you know, where like uh, other shows to come up later essentially are. But um, um, yeah, and and that's the premise. Like they tour England and they're trying different food places, but the the film is less about food, which was disappointing to me, especially because I watched it after both of your guys's uh, recommendations, which had which were very heavily uh, uh, food. Oh yeah, centered. Oh, um, yeah. <clears throat> definitely. I, there's definitely parts of this where, like, I, there's parts of you know them traveling northern England where I'm like, I just want to go to northern England and do what they're doing, just drive around in a car on the wrong side of the road and uh, <laughs> visit different restaurants and stuff. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I think, and the the movie really becomes about banter, and you know, I've read a few things online how how big of a percentage of this was um improvised between the two of them. Obviously, two mm-hmm. two just naturally funny people. Um, Steve Coogan kind of hit or miss for me my whole life. Um, I think he's been funny in some things and some other things. I'm kind of like meh. Uh, he's no Michael Sheen, essentially, but uh, <clears throat> Michael Sheen. But you got. <laughs> But um yeah I know I'm mean, you know ratings wise um I went th- I went 3 stars um you know initially I was kind of 2 but I, there's a very realism to this that I appreciated especially by the end which I'll get into that you know um even though it was fictitious and even on a very sour note they're actually not that good of friends which is kind of upsetting <laughs> after watching <laughs> oh, it really? yeah they so when this movie came out the actually part of the fiction is that they're good friends and then of course a decade later of making these films and the show and stuff like that they've gotten closer 
but even still like Rob Brydon has been quoted in an interview saying something like, you know, Steve Coogan, you know, my best friend when we're making the trip movies outside of that, don't love him. Like that kind of thing. Mm. <clears throat> which, which, which is kind of interesting because I think I've gotten that vibe from Coogan too, where I'm just kind of like, see a dick. I don't know. But, uh, <clears throat> but uh, yeah, so three, I give it three stars. Um, my three word review is uh, a real friend. Because I really, really appreciate Rob's just fucking stone cold hitting fucking Coven with like the truth, <laughs> like truth bombs. Um, I think that was oh, like yeah. one of my favorite parts. Um, other favorite, obviously, Rob going into his impressions of Michael Caine, which is very heavily featured kind of theme of this movie is they keep having this banter back and forth on like what a good Michael Caine impression is. Hence us doing attempting Michael Caine impressions, um, but but they do it kind of throughout the whole movie. You know what I mean? Con- they do Connery. Um, they attempt to do Michael Sheen in one of my favorite scenes where they're kind of playing around with a Michael Sheen Frost Nixon kind of a quote, and then uh, <laughs> Rob's just like, "You're what no Michael." He's like, "You're not. You're no Michael Sheen." And he was like, "Why would you say that?" He was like, "You you couldn't play Frost." He was like, "What?" He's like, no, it's cool. He's like, it's cool. He's like, he's like, it's cool. I don't think Sheen could play, you know, some dumbwit character that you played or whatever. But I just, just hilarious because a, I love Michael Sheen. Um, but uh, yeah, and Michael Sheen is amazing and obviously a significantly better actor than Steve Coogan. But um, <clears throat> it's just, I just, I just love Rob's candidness and you know, like uh, kind of the one of the notes I made. I was like, doesn't this. So a real friend is my three word review, and isn't isn't this it? Isn't this a fucking real friend, like the guy who's the guy or the girl? I guess because we're guys. Sorry, I said that. But uh, the guy or the girl who's just like just just straight, give it to you straight. Like I don't think a friendship is real if you can't tell them something straight. Yeah. Right. I mean, like. Yeah. Yeah. I yeah. mean, I mean, not to like you know throw my wife under the bus but like she's had friends where it's like every text then they're not even that close of friends anymore but like text or conversations they had are just kind of like super superficial 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 and we have had two which we've discussed very recently but like you just need that like yeah. i feel like a long lasting real friend is someone who's just like just gives you shit you know and maybe it's maybe it's a little bit of fucking you know uh kind of uh exaggerated but whatever like you need someone to give you shit i don't know um (laughs) (laughs) that's true that's true you guys do bust my balls quite a bit that's what i'm saying i feel like like that's part of it and it's so funny because i always you know what you know what (laughs) fuck you guys i'm fucking out you guys bust my fucking balls too much you shitheads well, and that's okay. what I'm saying. That, that was a little exaggerated, but still. <laughs> no, exa- no, exactly. And it's so funny because I've seen like articles for like relationships, you know, where they're like, oh, if a husband and wife, like, oh, if they pick on each other, it's never going to last. And then I've seen other articles where they're like, husband and wives will give each other shit fucking together forever, which I, I, I don't know. In my opinion, I think there's an honesty and there's there's a give and take and there's just a, I don't know, when you have someone like that, a friend or a partner, I think there's a, I don't know. I don't know what the words I'm trying to say here is, but it feels more real, right? Yeah, it's genuine. Well, and because, okay. and and yeah. I've and I've literally had friendships where like you give someone shit and they're like, I can't respond to this. And then it's just like, it fades in a way. Like, I don't know. Yeah. 
Yeah. I mean, we have Oh, we have like a you whole give them shit and then they just... It, it, they're they sensitive or something. Not, or something. No, I shouldn't say yeah. they're sensitive, but it just doesn't work. Like, yeah. You know? Yeah. I've had that. Yeah. I've had that. Yeah. Well, well, and on, honestly, you guys, we have a whole, like, fake band universe together, multiverse together. Right. You know? You know, Patty Kicks and the Baker's Clan. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Uh, you know, Breezing the Four Winds, <laughs> Matty Ice-T, Cowboy, his first album, and his first album, Cowboy Songs. <laughs> Breezing the Four Winds. <laughs> what? <laughs> the fornicators. So it's like an Earth, Wind, um, and Fire band. I'm in. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know, Bro from the Fornicators, which is the best of them, honestly. <laughs> what does this have to do with the... <laughs> it does, I mean, this is what... Because, because okay, so when I was watching this movie, like I'm I said... Kidding. No, no. <laughs> you I didn't you, even no. let Pat finish his thought. <laughs> I'm circling back. You're, I'm circling you're rude. back. You're rude as fuck. <laughs> so I'm finishing it for him. I'm finishing for him. I'm circling back because... That was my initial problem with this movie was after watching your guys' stuff, I was like, man, this doesn't really feel like a food-centered, like, you know, like Pat's is. Like, yours is even more mad, obviously, because he's, like, literally trying. Right. But That's all And, and Pat's is, is yeah. kind of like a – Pat's is the very definition of this, which is why his works so well with the theme. Oh, surprise, yeah. surprise. Mm-hmm. But um, but I still I, – this is a great theme for the record. I want to be on yeah. record saying that. But – um. My problem with mine was I was like, ah, where's the food? And then, like, as you watch it, you're like, oh, this is about a real relationship. Like, I know, I know it's fake. You know what I mean? But like, obviously, it's a movie. Every everything's fake in the movies. But yeah. it just it felt so real, and it reminded me of us, and it reminded me of other friends I have. Where just I would do the same thing. Um, and the last thing I'm going to say before you guys give your take is on our next road trip anywhere, I'm doing impressions the entire fucking car ride. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> Matt, go ahead. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, yeah. Right? There, uh, I, have a, I have a few notes, um, <clears throat> but I'm going to save some better ones, some that deal with friendship for the end. Um, <clears throat> I'm going to say that I, yeah, I really enjoyed the impressions that Rob Brydon was doing and even Steve Coogan was doing. Yeah. Um, they're both good. I didn't, I didn't really know Brydon before this. I know Steve Coogan cause I remember watching this movie Hamlet two. Ah, yes. Hilarious. And yes. And I was like, this guy's, and then he was also in a movie with him. It was him and Paul Rudd and they were, um, like in a, a there were two gay guys, like in a partnership. <laughs> And they had a son. I don't know that one. Oh, it was it was pretty it was pretty good. It's it's kind of an indie film. That, and he was in the other guys. Seen. Remember that? He had like a small yeah, part of the, the other yeah, guys. He was, uh, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. He wasn't too funny in that one. No, that's what but I'm saying. Hamlet two was really funny in, and, and, and yeah, I have to look up that Paul Rudd one. Um, yeah. but I thought there were yeah I said you know so there were so many good quotes in this. Um, <clears> where uh, Rob Brydon they were drinking that martini at that one place and he said this is like a. A garden from my childhood, and then uh, Coogan's like, "There's alcohol in this." I'm sorry, Rob. <laughs> or even this, which which this reminds me the the bed scene when they could yes. only find like they only yes. had the room with the one bed. That reminds yes. me of so many trips I've gone on where I've had friends. They're like, they start piling pillows in between. <laughs> you know, I was like, "What do you What do you think's gonna happen?" Right, right. And then he said, that he, "He goes, were you an altar boy?" <laughs> He's like, yeah, yeah, I was an altar boy, but I, I was only uh, verbally abused or something. Like yeah, that. yeah, 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 yeah. And then the other, the other scene that really made me uh, just laugh my ass off was uh, when they were driving past that, like it was a beautiful landscape, and he was like, oh, could you see like doing a, uh, 
what do they call it? Costume drama over there, like Mel Gibson. And he's like, yeah, I'd cl- you know, I'd come in and be like, all right, boy, all right, men, um, get your sleep in for we rise at you know dawn. And he's like, well, they they never really rise at dawn, so then they keep <laughs> going with it. And they're like, for we rise at nine thirty ish. But if you're like me, you sleep until noon. <laughs> right. Right. Like the, the wait, the battle's where? Okay, that's three hours away. <laughs> I just thought that was that that was making me laugh because it, it reminded me of uh, of the conversations, the weird conversations you have if you go on a long road trip with uh, yep with friends. Yep. Um, speaking of yeah, the music that he had it, towards the beginning of the film, they were driving that, and he uh, he played the song. He goes, "I have this soundtrack just for this like driving down this road or whatever." <laughs> And it reminds me of when I had my Spotify on and I was driving through Kentucky with my brother and I played bluegrass. Like nice. the, as soon as we Fuck crossed yeah. state lines, I was Fuck playing yeah. bluegrass and my brother got pissed. He goes, why can't we play? Why can't we just listen to regular music? I was like, dude, we're in Kentucky and I'm driving. Like, uh, that's how it works. Um, but yeah, yeah. So yeah, it really in, uh, reminded me of a lot of uh, trips with friends. And um, yeah, I mean, the food was, it was there. They did. They did discuss it. I think it was. It was there enough where it qualifies for the uh, the theme. Um, yeah. But yeah, I like the the friendship. I liked. I didn't. I mean, the ending uh, reminded me of like so many. It's yeah. but it's so many endings. Like if you go on a a fun road trip with friends and then right. you finally get back, yeah. that yeah. that first night is just it's not fun. It's like back to so reality. Like yeah. 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 Yep. And it kind of sucks because I was more, I'm always more the Steve Coogan like character rather than, mm-hmm. you know, the, the bride's got his, you know, his, his wife and kid. You and really are. And right. He walks in, starts tossing a baby. And then, yeah. 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 And then Coogan's just like exhausted, just like looking around like shit. <laughs> um, I mean, that does for you but, too, T, man. Yeah. So, uh, but because it reminded oh, me of man. so many like trips. So many uh, road trips, like driving, not flying. That's why. That's why I favor driving trips. It's more the. Uh, it's less the destination, more more the uh, the route, the more the journey. journey. Oh boy, the journey. You yeah. just hit us with that. Okay. Route. Yeah. yeah. Well, Don't I, honestly, stop. I, I stand by that. I mean, <laughs> um, but I it's put like a uh, life quote. <laughs> my uh, yeah, I know it's it's a. But my three-word review is travel comfort food, which oh. <laughs> really didn't take me long to come up with that one. But but it just you know it makes me think of you know traveling and, and driving different places <coughs> with friends and and uh, nuggets. It's good because um, <laughs> I said stars earlier. I actually gave it four nuggets out of five. Oh shit! I, I really enjoyed this one, and I see why they did two sequels and um, yeah. and a series out of it. They they yeah. have a good rapport, mm-hmm. I yeah. think. Yeah. Um, I'm going to watch another that's one. That's kind of what. And yeah, the same thing like Definitely. with friends. It just reminds you of your friends because they're just busting each other's chops. Yeah. It's, it's like, yeah. that's yeah. what my friends do. Like, yeah. yeah. Okay. Sweet. Awesome. <clears throat> but that's that's it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm not going to add on much more more to it. You guys kind of hit all the key points. The main thing I'm going to, the main thing I'm going to kind of <laughs> counter you, Brian, a little bit on is this does actually fit the theme in a different way. It's not. It's not necessarily about the food, but it is about the relationships. I mean, that's kind of the same thing with somebody feed somebody feed Phil and you know the uh, midnight diner. It's about it's not just about the food. The food just kind of gets people there, 
and then the relationships bring everything else. Well, I think what what so. I loved about this theme was, and I guess the trip does work into this, but maybe it just mm-hmm. felt a little because it was a movie versus your guys' shows. Was yeah. like, well, this was these were such an easy fucking watch. Like, if you're like, th- mm-hmm. these are like a quintessential, like unwind after a fucking tough day like it just yeah. i don't know mm-hmm. they just they were perfect it's a great theme man it's a great theme it made no yeah. sense to me when you first mentioned it <laughs> and then as no, i was I mean, experiencing i was like this is amazing yeah <laughs> and i mean i you know it's like i know i'm not always the best with like explaining what my thought process is but then it's like kind of once you see it in action like it makes sense and that's mm-hmm. definitely i even i didn't really know how to like explain this because it was just kind of one of those like this is a kind of abstract idea, but it just, you know, it was one of those, it just kind of came together. And I'll touch on this more once we get to, uh, once we get to Midnight Diner. But <laughs> yeah. um, overall, I gave, for me, I right. gave this a three and a half out of five. I would have liked to see a little more food focus, but again, you know, the relationship is kind of more, more of the key point of what I was going for. Uh, and then, uh, what is it? And then my three review was uh, relationships are necessary. <laughs> You know, yeah, because I mean that's you know as that's the thing. It's like yeah, there's those people that can be introverts and you know kind of keep to themselves, but you, at the end of the day, you still need some kind of community to be a part of, on some level. Yeah, you know, even if it's just one other person mm-hmm. in your community, yep. you're just sitting there going, yeah. like, "Fuck you," and then the other yep. person's going, "Like fuck mm-hmm. you." It's like, all right, see you tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know, right. And and you need a real one. You know what I mean? Like, uh-huh. you can't just have like ten fake friends. Like one real friend nope. is worth ten fake friends. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's why. You, that's why you guys are my best friends. Oh boy. <laughs> I mean, I will definitely tell you what I'm thinking. No question. <laughs> oh yeah. Especially when it pertains <laughs> to your life. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> uh, your life choices. Like, so the, you know what? Actually, actually, you know what? I feel like all things considered, my life's actually in pretty okay shape right now. Okay, here we go. I'm just saying. Well, now anyway. we're gonna bring you down. Yep. <laughs> you gotta. You gotta ra- raise you up to bring you back down again. Join, yeah. join yeah. the crabs in the bucket, you son of a. Do you bitch. feel like your life's that uh, good because you're wearing two chains right now? Is that why? Oh, yeah. Is that why? Yeah, it's good. It's because I'm two, a member two chain and like a half turtleneck that? shirt. I don't know what's happening right now, but uh, <laughs> it's just a shirt. Oh, it's okay. just a regular shirt. What feels it feels high. <laughs> you're high. Also, for someone you're not for someone that likes the beetle, for someone that hates the Beatles, you really like their haircut. <laughs> Boom! Damn! Ow! Fuck you! <laughs> I'm really overdue for hair. Did you guys see I'm the Beatles released like a, a final song? Did you see that yeah, shit? I'm like Disney. Earlier, yeah. yeah. Oh, were you? Yeah. I have not listened to it yet. I don't know why, but now oh, really? you I haven't. Listened to like yeah, such I haven't. A, you're such a Beatles fan. <clears throat> I do love the Beatles. Okay. Yeah. Because I have ears. Um, I have ears too, and they're not great. <laughs> they're not. Let's not get all the hairs. Discussion. This is. This is gonna. This is gonna take up. With arms wide open. <laughs> Creed's so Hello, bad they got Kirk Cousins hurt. <laughs> Wait, but didn't they win uh, the Rangers a World Series? <laughs> they did. They did win the trade off. <laughs> it's like we wow. sacrificed Kirk Cousins in the name of uh, in the name of letting the Rangers win the. In the name of Rangers baseball. <laughs> amazing we it's like it's like that's funny and 
In the, in the name of Rangers baseball, we sacrifice Kirk Cousins season. Yeah. Can can you take me higher, Miss Wayne? <laughs> what are you doing? It's so bad. I don't know. It's, I think it's going to be trying. a little more nasally. I'm trying. Like it's got to be I, up here. Can you no, take, can you take me higher, Miss Wayne? That's what I want to know. I feel like I, I know cocaine. I know what I sound like. I know you who just, I sound like. Sound like you sound like a you sound like you're trying to talk like a he's no old there's older a, black man. There's That's a very Okay, it doesn't sound like that. I'll say you um, sound it you sound like, like, like you're that. from London. <laughs> no, I, there's a I can I can see the character that I sound like from like a movie or a show. I just I just Michael act, Kine. You know, you know what I think I sound like? I think I sound like the shorter Michael guy from Kine. from Snatch. So like not not uh Statham, but like his buddy, that guy. Yeah, I like dogs. Yeah, I like dogs. Like I feel like I sound like that guy. So I don't know how close he is to Michael Caine, but I'm getting there. Not the is that the guy that played Capone I, in uh yes. Rock Empire? Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. He he's yeah. also I was gonna yeah. pick yeah. I was actually gonna when I first misunderstood Pat's uh theme, I was gonna pick because he had a movie called Boiling Point where he plays like a a chef in like a oh. kind of a nice really expensive restaurant mm-hmm. and he's just kind of like a gordon ramsay type i don't know well but that's not uh, lighthearted what, what are you your time. shit sandwich <laughs> i don't know okay <laughs> my cocaine <laughs> my, co- anyway. Anyway, my enough, cocaine that's we'll, what he we'll tells you michael michael Caine will uh continue to uh make appearances throughout the episode but let's move on to uh Let's move on to match pick. Uh, somebody feed Phil. Somebody feed Phil. Oh, that sounds like the Phil. That was JFK. That was JFK. Somebody feed Phil. <laughs> well, somebody feed Phil. <laughs> somebody get this Don't man a you. cheeseburger. Yeah. You, you got. You got. There's nothing to fear but fear itself, and somebody fucking forgot to feed Phil. <laughs> Someone needs to fill feed Phil. Someone needs to fill Phil. Someone needs to fill Philip. Marilyn, get over here. Uh, I need you to fill Phil. <laughs> <laughs> and make sure you right. wash your hands. Okay. Let's uh let's get into somebody feeds Phil. I mean, this is uh, I'm gonna be honest. This is a really, uh, this is kind of a hard show to take notes on, just because of the type of show it is. Um, so somebody feeds Phil. Somebody, somebody feed Phil. Somebody was a uh, it is a series on Netflix. Somebody feed starring Phil Rosenthal, who is uh, best known as the creator of Everybody Loves Raymond. Um, but yeah, he, he apparently he traveled a lot. Because he had money from creating Everybody Loves Raymond. So um, he decided to make a show out of it because, you know, if there's one thing we don't have, it's enough travel shows. So <laughs> season one was in 2018. And uh, I guess the first three episodes are Bangkok, Saigon, and Tel Aviv. So he doesn't just stay in the States. Um I think, yeah, episode five is his first, and that's New Orleans. Yeah. And then the one I focused on mostly was uh, uh, season two, and that was the Chicago episode, 
which I had mentioned the last time. <clears throat> um, I'm sure you guys saw it. it yeah. Was season two. Was it season three? It might have been season no, three. No, no, two. I didn't get to three. Okay. It's two. Yeah. It's early. It's early, two. But, yeah. I yeah. Got two. So basically, I mean, did you get to the Chicago episode, Pat? Yes, I did. All right. And I actually liked it. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. yeah, it was a nice episode. Um, so yeah, it's uh, he's just a kind of a very fun, lighthearted travel show. Um, he, he, you know, he focuses on the local culture, the food. Um, even the Mexico City episode comes to mind when he's, you know, he's traveling the boat with some chef, uh, and you find out that Mexico City is basically a man-made island, and then um, <laughs> yeah, from there, like it's yeah. And then he talks about how the some of the buildings you could see are kind of sinking and looks like a roller coaster. Um, <laughs> then, like, the Chicago episode where he's just, you know... Yeah, yeah, like, he meets and talks with the locals, which is good. Um, I, I feel like he does that a little more than Bourdain. Like, Bourdain kind of had... Like, he communicates with just random people on the street, <clears throat> whereas Bourdain was... He more had connections and everything. And, and not that Phil doesn't, but it's like he, he likes to kind of... I have communicate or communicate with you know, the people, <clears throat> the citizens. Uh, the norms. I think I think Phil's just feels more staged, though, right? Like I feel like there was more. I feel like Bourdain kind of went places, and they were like, "Let's go here." Hey, will you guys be on camera? Whereas with with somebody feed Phil, it was like, "This is all planned out." No. <clears throat> well, I think they're both. I think they're. I mean, in a way, all these travel shows kind of are planned out. Like the people see that. Yeah, I guess I guess they do say like, "Hey, um, I'm going to meet this guy. Behind. He's this and that. Yeah. He's he's a chef in the." And area. you got to sign waivers and shit, so it's not like you're getting a lot of, um, yeah, you know, people that are just yeah, not a I lot mean, of candid, I, yeah. But um, but yeah, um, I yeah, I I, I mean, I enjoy the series overall. <laughs> I, I like these travel shows. Um, I mean, same reason I like the Bourdain shows is it's good to see. You know, places you may travel, places you may never see, but you know, you kind of get an idea of what it's what it's about. Um, I say he's kind of like the opposite of Bourdain, basically. If we're doing like a devil and an angel on the shoulder, he's more uh, kind of the angel. He's he's very lighthearted, very night kind of naive. Like yeah, totally. I, I saw a lot of complaints because I was like, how do you review a travel show? I just you know, I guess you base it on the host and. He's, he's, I think he does a good job of. Um, I've got notes. <laughs> oh really? Okay. Yeah. Well, I think he does a good job of like going to you know these focusing on the local cultures and not being, um, you know, kind of ignorant. Like going in with an open mind and and just mm-hmm. respecting everybody. Um, but I saw a lot of people are upset about the faces he makes, <laughs> like what he's tasted <laughs> stuff, and how he just kind of seems like he's just. Like a child at heart. I'm so glad um, you say this. I guess. Yeah, I guess some people just want someone to be gritty and just. <laughs> I don't, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I like this is, but this is why it's comfort food for me because it's just like it's showing very lighthearted stuff. It's not really focusing on the bad, you know, because there's bad yeah. in every area, and he doesn't really focus on that. Whereas Bourdain kind of would have. He he would have leaned into that a little bit on you know certain episodes or at least mentioned it. I think this is kind of a lighthearted look, like hey, come come visit here, like yeah. Um, but yeah, that's uh, 
So, uh, yeah, given that, like I said, there's not a ton to say on this, um, for me at least. Mm-hmm. I gave it a uh, three and a half out of five because I just thought it was a nice, lighthearted, um, just travel show. Good to see, mm-hmm. you know. Um, and I think it followed kind of like the, the theme of comfort food because it was good with, you mm-hmm. know, how he does, you know, talking to the locals and also <clears throat> also focused on food, of course. Um, my three-word review was food and fun. Food um, and fun. That's good. Food and fun. Yeah, very simple. That's good. But yeah, that, so that's 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 all I got there. So uh, okay. yeah, Brian. Okay, so let's go on a journey. Um, so somebody feed Phil available on Netflix, um, as Matt said. Um, so I'm going to start with my three-word review. Uh, which is don't feed Phil uh, because I don't want him around because he's a tough Fuck. hang. Uh, stole my three review. Hey, did you write that? Yes. Shut the fuck up. Fucking amazing. Seriously. Hold on. Hold on. Hold really? on. Hold on. Hold I'll on. You, Stop. I'll let you, Stop. Yep. This is a journey. This is a journey. I'll let you do your journey, <coughs> but I'm just wanting you to know I'm mad. <laughs> fucking awesome. That's fucking Were awesome. Were you guys texting literally, each other? No. 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 Literally, my, While this was literally going on. I wrote my three word. Like, and here's the thing. You cannot, if you want to watch the show and you want to experience it, you cannot just watch the first three episodes of this show. No. Because Phil is a right. tough fucking hang in the first three episodes of the show, in in my humble opinion. And, okay, so, so some things come up. Um, very early on, he's like quoting Louis C.K., which is tough in the first three episodes. Um, his eyes, like you were saying, people's complaints about him just like taking a bite of something and going... <laughs> this is bad podcasting, but taking a bite of something going. Brian has lifted his eyes really wide. Was, and he's yeah, staring at his Like tight lip, wide eyed. Like I just stepped on a fucking nail and I don't want to scream. Like in a week. <clears throat> which. It helped Taylor Swift early <clears throat> in her career. So, and then I, I, I had. <laughs> no. Just saying. She's a little bit better looking than Phil. But, um. Only a little. I, I had a, I had a whole Mr. Bean reference. I won't even go into that. Um, and then you get to the Tel Aviv. You get yeah. to the you get to the Tel Aviv episode, and there are some incredibly awkward moments in this episode. And was that three? Because you said the first three was Tel Aviv was in the first three, right? Yeah. <clears throat> Yeah, there's the this there's this moment where he like hits up these old ladies in like a food court somewhere or something. He's very fucking awkward with the, with them to the point where they're like, not only do we really not understand what you're saying, but like you're touching me a lot, and it's very it's like holy shit, like like wait that wasn't <clears throat> honestly I'm gonna change right now I'm gonna change no these were like old ladies no this was old ladies oh, okay. in Tel Aviv this like was a later episode no these were the this was like this was the Tel Aviv episode where these old ladies like get together and they have like a lunch together and like that's mm-hmm. like their friendship you know that's their that's their the trip <laughs> um <clears throat> they get together they they talk shit to each other blah 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 he fucking cuts in on this and it's very awkward and uh <clears throat> but. And then also I in the television, everything was planned. Well, well if that was planned, ah. somebody somebody should have rewrote that. Maybe the writers were on strike. Um, but and then there's another like moment in the Tel Aviv episode where he brings like a friend with him to do something. Uh, I can't remember what it was, like another chef friend or something. And they're trying different things, and he is shit talking the shit out of this friend, like to the point where I'm kind of like, man, that's a little rude. 
I don't know why he's saying like some of these things, but it kind of feels rude that he's like he's like literally like, oh, I thought you were the fucking expert, like that kind of comment. I was like, oh man, Phil, don't feed Phil. <laughs> Does that contradict what you were saying earlier about the trip, though? <laughs> <laughs> well, the trip's fictional. About giving each other shit. The trip's fictional. Um, yeah, but you're talking about real life. <clears throat> but this, no, this was not that. This was not like 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 me saying you're no Michael Maybe Sheen. Maybe he's super dry. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Like, I mean, we've yeah. You said shit like. That. I mean, don't wait. Wait, stop. I mean, don't pat. No, I have to finish. Don't get defensive because I'm not done. But not, I wasn't gonna defend. It. I was actually not you, you, Matt. But my other question, my other question, I had very I'm early on. Okay, so <clears throat> okay, so Brittany started watching this with me right around this Tel Aviv episode and then a few episodes in later and stuff. And the Wendell Pierce episode comes up right after, which we're going to get into. Um, but we had the same thought. And I don't know if you have this thought. And I'm not being mean. And I'm not. I'm just, is Phil on the spectrum? Was a thought that crossed my mind. Yeah. Very early on. Wanna, okay. Okay. Fair. I I, I, I'm not, be, I'm not being mean. Because... Right. I'm not being mean. I'm not yeah. any of that. I just, there's a vibe. There's a vibe where he's just, yeah. you know, and and he's so good with people, which is which is yeah. We'll get into as well. Well, except for some of these very early awkward moments that, but he's he's not this he's not Anthony Bourdain. You know what I mean? He's not from this world, no, so he can't relate right away. Right. <clears throat> Let's move on to the New Orleans episode. So in New Orleans, he is joined by Wendell Pierce of The Wire and Treme fame, which is f- mm-hmm. fucking incredible. That Wendell Pierce mm-hmm. is just like. He's like a king in fucking New Orleans or something. And he's referencing Treme, which is amazing because call back to us. We did a trim. We talked about Treme around an episode. Everybody watched Treme. Um, And Wendell Pierce is just, he starts to get into the, and maybe this is because, maybe this was the show's problem is he started international. Come back to the states. You go to New Orleans. You bring Wendell Pierce in, who they knew each other and they were friends, which is great. Their friendship seemed very genuine, and mm-hmm. Wendell Pierce starts to get romantic about New Orleans. Right? He's talking about the food. He's talking about the music. He's talking about his experience of, and just how he's literally just like Treme is the best thing I've ever did, and no one's even fucking seeing it, but it's the best thing I ever did because the exposure to this culture. You know what I mean? And <clears throat> he actually has a quote. Uh, I think I wrote it down where he's like, he's like, he's like, I come from a family and maybe I think it, maybe it's from New Orleans. I'm sorry if I missed that. But uh, where he's like, where, where like my mother or my grandmother or somebody or my aunt or this or that, where their whole day was about what meal they're going to make. They're like, ah, you know what? It's Sunday. I'm going to cook this and that and this and that. And, you know, that's my day. My day is cooking this food for, like, my family, for my friends or leftovers and blah, blah, blah. And, like, as a person who loves to cook, it fucking touched me, like, immediately. Like, I, I do that. I don't know if you guys do that. But, like, literally, like, Brittany and I will have conversations where it's like, Sunday, we're both off. What are you making? What am I making? And then it's just the two of us in the kitchen for, like, two hours while the kids are doing something and we're cooking meals and we're listening to music and I'm like, this is it, right? This is life. Like, I don't know. Dion, Steve, I'm sorry. <laughs> Steve. <laughs> but, um, so then we go from that, right? And then I really think the show starts to pick up pace here. You know, 
and, and again, Phil is just good with people. That there that is not questioned, you know, except for the Tel Aviv episode. But uh, that is not questioned <laughs> as the show develops, and you know, and 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 I think, and, and I don't remember what episode it was where he goes to like an ice cream shop or whatever, and he runs into like Chicago. a guy. It was the Chicago episode. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Let's talk about that. So he goes there, and his just his his childishness, which again. Yeah. Is maybe something else. The people just they're so responsive to it, and like they love it. And then that guy comes in, and he's like, "I'm gonna, you're gonna buy my ice cream." And he's like, "I'll buy ice cream." And then, and then like it just mm-hmm. amazing. And and then they try it together, and just I and just I I still don't love Phil, and I'm sorry, and I'm sorry to say that, especially <laughs> after having the spectrum conversation. Like, there's just something where I'm like, man. I, it, it, it's working, but it's not working, which is fucking blowing my mind. But we get to the Chicago episode, and Phil's love of Chicago like fucking brings me to tears. When he goes on, which I haven't been on, which I literally watching the episode texted Brittany and was like, we need to go on the Chicago architecture boat tour because Phil made it so sounded so fucking amazing i think i want to do it he did a good job and he just him talking about the architecture of chicago and you know being a fan of that and you know reading you know stuff on that and just being familiar with that it was like god damn it to steal a quote from brad pitt and moneyball how can you not be romantic about chicago when he's just talking about all these things and uh I love that. I loved I loved the realism of the birds like interrupting his like, you know, rooftop fucking lunch, which pigeons and fucking shit in Chicago. Oh I, I was I was that, amazed yeah. they left that in there because I was like, this looks makes this place look like shit. But they're like, How can I go eat here if there's birds landing on my fucking table? Yeah. I was like, I'm surprised they left that in there. But um it, it felt very real, especially if you've been to restaurants in Chicago. Um, that mobile grocery store, which I do want to shout out, um, urbangrowerscollective.org. Oh, yeah. They're like a yeah. mobile grocery bus, and they're like fresh fruits, fresh veggies, spices, and they travel to like lower-income neighborhoods who don't have access to like a fucking jewel or, or, or jewels. And, uh, Food <clears throat> Right. And it just amazing like i want to go find that bus yeah. and do that as well um and then like the uncle nearest stuff was good like kind of referencing you know the uh one of the original recipe makers of jack daniels um i love that they went to millennial park and literally there's a scene of him walking through the garden area where i married my brother which was kind of fucking cool um uh well parentheses legal parentheses i officiated <laughs> The wedding of my brother to yeah. his wife. Maybe um, you should have said that. Yeah, that's better. So the only problem I had, with, <laughs> the only problem I had with the Chicago episode was um, when uh, he Phil was kind of making the joke about how how high cholesterol and calorie the food is, and he was like, "Oh, Chicago's motto should be Chicago, come here and we'll kill you." And I'm like, "Man, that's uh, <laughs> let's not make that the current." <laughs> yeah. Right. Um. So. I mean, do, do, so I've re- revised my three-word review and uh, workshopped it with my wife who said the same thing and it grows on you like Phil fucking grows on you and I hate to admit it and I, I give it three. Um, I put it up there. Early on, I was like, this guy. And later on, I was like, this guy. <laughs> yeah, it takes a bit to get into it. But I yeah. also, him as a, a host, 
like he's he I I thought he like he's enjoyable like you're saying like later on. Yeah. But I don't know if I'd ever hang out like I I, I don't think I've ever want to hang out with him. No. <laughs> like, no. Like, no. He just seems like one of those guys that like, hey, all eyes on us and I'm he's, like, no, I'm going to sit here and eat my sandwich yeah. <laughs> like I feel like he's more of like a uh, and I've known I've worked with people and I've known people where he's kind of he's like a puppy mm-hmm. where like everything's very yeah. excitable and I'm like yeah that's yeah. cool in he's got, small he, bursts but right, he's got right. golden retriever energy yes big time yes speaking yeah. of golden right, retriever, the only other thing I want to say review. wait only other thing I want to add to the end of this is I also give him a few more points because in the London episode, which I think was next season or whatever, uh, he professed his love for Julie Andrews, and I fucking love Julie Andrews. So, okay. I mean, that's it. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> yeah, Phil. Phil's definitely a tough cookie. Um, I mean, you guys know, I'm for the most part, it's like I'm one of those, when I'm high energy, I'm high energy, and could probably met, matched Phil for a little bit. Um, you know, there are some instances where I'm like, okay, I could see a little bit of Pat and Phil. Same. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know, it's so it's like one of those like I definitely like bonded with him a little bit, but definitely like some of the off color shit he was saying. I'm like, would I say that? It's like, uh, I don't know. Yes. And then it's like, <laughs> yeah. Yes, you would. You don't have you yeah. met yourself? I have met and myself. And you some... met Pat. <laughs> yeah, the, you know, sitting here thinking about it, it's like, yeah, some of that shit I would say. Some of it I would take far darker than it needed to be. And probably, yeah. <laughs> and you know, Matt's uh, Matt's received the brunt of that over the years. Brian's heard a few of them, but <laughs> Matt's definitely received the brunt of some of the dark shit that's come out of my mouth. <laughs> um, <Yes. clears throat> um, but that being said, you know, overall. Enjoyed it. Like I said, I don't. If if him and I hung out, I don't know how that would go. It might it might be like a water and water situation, or oil and water. Oh God, just I just hope I'm not there. Or, <laughs> <laughs> no, no, it's one of those. I think you want to be standing there at a distance. You want to be just like just far away enough where you can like disassociate very quickly. Be an observer. I'm only, yeah. only going to be there if Matt's there, and I can like <laughs> slow head turn to him. <laughs> Uh-huh. And like look in his eyes and be like, and give him like a tilt like at them be like this, you, you hearing this? Is this happening? <laughs> or uh, or one of those situations where you just sit there and just be like, we need to fucking leave now. <laughs> it's, it's like now before this gets worse. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, Honestly. Overall, give it three... huh? Oh, sorry. Wait. Go ahead. Unless no, go ahead. Unless no, I was going to Maxwell Street. I was going to say honestly. Just all of this coming in right now. I think we should send Pat around the world, like eating food and talking to people. I mean, this I this is this is the million dollar idea right here. Like, yeah, <laughs> just record it. But we can be like the camera people, so we get to oh we yes to travel too. Yes, uh, yeah, you do boom, I'll do camera, or vice versa. Yeah, deal. So yeah. It's, it's a three person yeah. fucking show, oh, yeah. and we can easily do this. Yeah. Yeah, because what was it? Um, I was at one of my accounts today, and actually, uh, I like got the Chicago episode Friday. when he gave everyone peacods, peacods. Sorry. <laughs> oh yeah. No. Yeah. Um, no, but I was at uh, I was at one of my accounts today. Speaking of food, and uh, I got to try fried okra because he's like, yeah, he's like our family's oh, vegetarian. Nice. You know, it's you know, it's all this is so it's an Indian Indian fried okra, and it's just like, wow, this is actually like really good. I'm really surprised. It's like. He's like, you can find the recipe online. I'm not going to give you my wife's fucking recipe. Well, regular okra is so plain. Like, you got to fry. Yeah. Yeah. That's good. 
Yeah, I but, like pick, yeah, pickles, but it was like Indian style. Even better, even better. Mm-hmm. You can buy it at the jewels. Mm-hmm. <laughs> buy it at the jewels with fills. <laughs> um, <laughs> but yeah, like I mentioned earlier, my three reviews uh, don't feed Phil. It's yes, yeah, fucking it's, awesome! I can't believe we had the same review. I can't, yeah, I can't. I can't believe that. <laughs> um, but you know, it's just, don't but feed it is Phil. just kind of. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because it's just like, oh yeah, he's definitely like an emotional terrorist to an extent. Um, <coughs> yeah, and but I definitely identify with that emotional terrorism because, to an extent, I also do that to you guys as well, uh, and I do that. I also do that to my poor girlfriend and to a lot of other people. That's partly <laughs> why I picked this show. It was like kind of me holding up a mirror to you, Pat, saying like, "Hey, stop hey, that asshole." <laughs> And uh, unfortunately, no, and that probably will never happen. Especially if uh, Phil and I ever get together, get together, hang out. Um, it might amplify <laughs> it. And we if, imagine if we got like all kinds of people with similar pers- like similar personality levels, in the same room together. How much would get destroyed in the world? Um, <laughs> that would be interesting to see. I would love to kind of see. Yeah, that. I would. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, I feel like I you. Give the sh- I feel like if you met somebody that was like that close to your personality, that you would not like them. I just kind of have this feeling, like, because you don't. I feel like people fight with the people that are most like them. Uh, I guess yeah, it depends. It depends on the. I guess it's a deep the thought, relationship. But... Yeah. Yeah, that's fair. <clears throat> hmm. I don't know. We should find out. Just my opinion. We should. Fi- we should. We should make this an experiment and find this out. All right, so we have I, to find people. Like what, send you and Phil on a road trip together? <laughs> what are we talking about? <laughs> I don't know. Send Phil, me and Phil or just Dear Phil Rosenthal. <laughs> it's, a, it's like Dear Phil Rosenthal or Dear Somebody Who Has Golden Retriever Energy. Yeah. You know, let's uh, let's hang, hang out with Pat and let's see, uh, let's see how put, far this can go before one of you kills each other. We put Matt and Kyle Chandler in a B&B together for a weekend. What are we talking about? <laughs> <laughs> I don't that think we have the same personality. <laughs> yeah, I don't think so either. Well, no. Uh, I don't know. I guess I, uh, uh, I've never met the guy. <laughs> yeah, we don't I think know. we do a. Uh, we do a. I think, um, you, I think him and Josh Hartnett have an a experiment personality. Where we have uh, Pat and Phil live in a house together with a golden retriever <laughs> for like a month <laughs> and record it. Incredible. <laughs> It'll be like that. Uh, what the hell is his no, name? It's got, Nathan. It's uh, got to be a whole summer. It's got to be a whole summer. It's directed by okay, Nathan yeah. Fielder. A whole summer? Yeah. yeah. Nathan Fielder. A whole summer. A whole summer. Yes. Sweet. Right. 100, 100, 185 days. <laughs> Shout out Jim's Polish. I just want to, I forgot to say that for the Chicago episode. Oh, that was the one I, I couldn't remember, remember yeah, uh, yeah. last time. I think I referenced the like the knockoff that's right next to it. Yeah, <laughs> it was Express Grill or something. Yeah. yeah, no, Jim's is yeah. That was funny. Where the dude's like, "Oh, I'm gonna buy you." That's where he's like, "Oh, I'm gonna yeah. buy you yeah, yeah. food." Yeah, and he's like, "Why are you? Why? This is a, a TV this is show. A TV show. We'll, we'll buy you your yeah. food." Yeah, yeah, that was good. Julia Sweeney, but yeah, but yeah, I Pat. definitely give the show Pat. <laughs> definitely give the show three and a half out of five nuggets. Nice. And now let's move all right. on. We all kind of landed in the same spot. Yeah, I think yeah, so. About. So uh, two, yeah. two for two, honestly. Yeah. Yeah. Let's yeah. see. Let's see where we end up at Midnight Diner. Okay. Oh, all right. Yeah. So this is this is this is the show that kind of <laughs> no gave me the idea for. <laughs> no this is kind of the show that gave me the idea for the theme. 
you know, it just because, you know, it was kind of one of those, I saw an article for it, and I'm like, oh, this is interesting, and, you know, mentioned it to my girlfriend, she's like, yeah, let's watch it, let's check it out, and it was, it's kind of one of those, we fell in love with it almost immediately, you know, um, but basically the basic premise is, uh, there's not really a linear plot line to it, there's a couple moments, I don't know how far you guys got. Did you say um, premise? There are a couple. Yeah, did you say premise? You said premise? No, I don't think I said premise. No, you didn't say premise. No, you said you said premise. Yeah, you said premise. I don't know. I don't give a shit. Um, Whatever. Pre- get back pre- to premise. Preisha, you said premise. <laughs> okay. Okay. Uh, okay. Uh, fake. Uh, fake. Fake. Shit. 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 Michael Caine. <laughs> shit. Michael Caine. Um, but anyway, so basically there's not really a linear storyline here, um, to, to an extent and some episodes lead into the next one. Um, but for the most part, they're all, they all have their own themes. They all have their own ideas. There's a rotating cast of characters. Like there's, uh, Ryu, uh, he's, uh, he's a Yakuza. And then, um, obviously there's the master, master himself. And then there's the shit, whatever sisters, because uh, they order a specific dish, but they all order it with a different Ochizuke. Uh, food topping. Ochizuke, yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's like it's you know they all they all pop up in different episodes and stuff, and they all they all have different things and different different themes, different meanings and stuff. Uh, you know, and it's just it it literally is it's comfort food for the soul, especially when you need it. Just kind of takes you away from yeah. You know, there's some episodes that are like awful and terrible and sad um and then there's some that like bring bring about what you that bring about like a good resolution um probably about the only episode that i really had a problem with was the end of the second season that's probably about the only one that there wasn't really a comfortable resolution that i was happy with i definitely didn't get that far (laughs) yeah if, yeah, neither did I. I mean, I watched a lot, far, you know, but I didn't. I did not get to the end of the how, second season. How but, far did you guys get? How far did you guys get? It, it Maybe close to the end of season one. I mean, I went more than three okay. for sure. Yeah, I did three just because of time. I went past the porn yeah. one. I definitely got past the porn one. Yeah, the porn star one. Yeah, the porn. The porn star say, one. Is say porn episode. one more time, please. Porn. <laughs> there was a porn one. Porn I was what? I was um, watching some porn. I'm porn hum. <laughs> but anyway, <laughs> um, uh. anyway, and and then um, I and then I Michael came. <laughs> uh, he liked that better than anybody else. <laughs> Michael came. <laughs> Michael came. That's my new impression. I, I think I just Michael came. <laughs> that was actually your best Michael came, <laughs> and you were laughing. <laughs> that's the that's the greatest. The Jesus, what the fuck? Oh my god! Right. Let's get back to anyway. the premise. <laughs> anyway, <sighs> okay, I'm good. Anyway, uh, anyway. <laughs> Oh, I I give the show four and a half out of five stars. Whoa! Wow! Uh huh. Big money cakes. Oh yeah. I mean, it's one of those, it's one of those shows. that's like you know, there's not many shows that you just like instantly fall in love with. Yeah. 
and it's just a pretty it's it's simple it's a pretty simple demise and it's a different theme each episode and there's just different little stories sometimes some of those stories take i don't uh, know was, bless you it was pat said premise again <laughs> i missed it okay. Love i'm it. not even paying attention i don't give a shit um, that's how michael kane would say it that's how michael kane would say it <laughs> you blew the bloody doors uh, off <laughs> She was only fi- she was only fifteen. <laughs> There's two things in this world I can't stand: those intolerant of other people's cultures. I can't even do the the Austin Powers quote. Okay, go ahead. That's no, too long. Those intolerant those intolerant of other people's uh, cultures, 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 and the and Dutch. Dutch. <laughs> like what? What a legend! Um, but yeah, I get I get the oh, show. Yeah, that's right. Five Michael stars. Keaton played his dad. Yeah. Yeah, four uh, and a half, big time. I like it. Yeah, <clears throat> yeah. What was your three word? You know, uh, I hadn't gotten that far. Oh, uh, <laughs> well, excuse me, Mr. Wayne. <laughs> another twenty minutes. But uh, you know, it's just kind of you know, like I said, at the end of the day, it's just a beautiful show. It takes takes stories in certain directions that you don't always think of. I mean, I think. I think that season has the food critic episode. I don't know, Brian. I don't know if you got past that one. You get John Lovitz in there? <laughs> no, that's good. Um, no, was, I no, don't just, remember the food critic one. Uh, yeah, because I, I think I don't remember that. I don't think I remember that one. Did you explain yeah, the premise again about like the diners, like midnight to seven? Yeah, yeah. Okay. So the diners open from the diners open from midnight to seven, and then. You know, because the, the thing is, it's like, you know, <laughs> like some people. Like I said, yeah, I already did it. And then he, then and he then starts doing it. Well, I just, <laughs> just a lot in between. Yeah, I covered the premise. Anyway, <laughs> anyway but to really go over the premise, the diner's open from midnight to seven. And it's for people who, when, you know, they're done with their day, but they don't want to go home quite yet. Mm, yeah. They go to this diner and. You know, they sit there and they have a few drinks and they eat, and there's only one thing on the menu. But he can make you whatever you want. As long What's on the menu? What's the one thing on the menu? Uh, pork miso soup. Nice. Or pork miso. Yeah. 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 Pork, yeah. Miso, pork soup. miso soup. Yep. Um, um, but do they have bonito flakes? Maybe. Yes. Yeah, they do have bonito flakes because you know <laughs> makes it for the cat. Uh, <laughs> but uh, but uh, no, but it's like. It's like, you know, he can't sit there and make, like, super fancy, expensive shit. But, you know, anything that, any meals that you, like, want, for the most part, he'll make. Yeah, like comfort food. Yeah. That's what it seems like they were requesting. It's incredible. Yeah. Yeah, The little wieners. Food that that Ryu orders. Or food that reminded him of home or something, you know, just something. There's a few of those that are like that. Oh, Um, yeah. mm -hmm. And, uh, you know... My three review is uh, very good food because I love love Japanese food. Okay, yeah, cool. But um, but yeah, the reason the reason why I didn't give it the full five is because uh, the end of season I got I've got we've gotten to the end of season two we started season three I didn't like how the end of season two kind of I, that's the only episode I have not liked so far. Okay. okay. So it does. So it does get knocked off half a point just for that episode. There was like a box. <laughs> there was an episode with like a boxer. I didn't like that one. 
Because yeah. only because it cut away so much to this dude like boxing and being like oh, at yeah. a gym or something. I was like, take get me back to the fucking diner. Like, why am I fucking watching this guy box or something? Like, just put me. All right, go ahead. I, I'll yeah, get into. Be... Yeah. No, I mean, and that one that one wasn't a great episode either. Um, it, not so much the cutting away part, but it was just kind of like it felt like it was just they didn't. There wasn't enough meat to it. I guess I think that was kind of the problem I had with it. Yeah. You know, it what turned out was what was supposed to be a boxing story turned into more of a love story, which yeah. is fine. Yeah, yeah, but just give which me all fine. of that in the diner. Just yeah, that's what that's when this show cooks. Is <laughs> um, is just when they're like just just in the fucking diner telling stories. Like yeah, <clears throat> yeah, definitely. Uh, and then which one do you guys want to go next? I'll go first because I think I have I have uh, less notes than Brian. Oh, maybe. Yeah. Um, yeah, so go ahead. So, yeah, I like the idea. It's basically like instead of a bottle episode, it was a bottle series where they all kind of <laughs> like yeah. small cast and it mostly took place in, in one location. So I guess not technically a bottle episode. Um, but I do like the show, the idea of the show or premise um, based <laughs> around one spot, um, whether it's a diner, cafe or a bar. Um yeah, I only got in like three episodes in, but that's not because I didn't like the show. It's just I did I just didn't have time, and that Blue Eyes Samurai show has been taking up majority of my time <laughs> on Netflix. So, so you watched that. that show, but you didn't watch my show. Is and, Blue Eyes Samurai uh, subtitled? No, it's it's uh oh. it's um, dubbed. Okay. Well, I think it's just originally English. Yeah, it's it's good though. Um, so this place, yeah, I like the, the, the random regulars. It kind of was I mean, it was comforting. Um, you know, I, I, I like the whole idea, the Yakuza thing, and, and then the, the – were they in love with uh, the Yakuza and the person that owned the gay – The gay club? bar? Yeah. No. Yeah, or, or were they just like the, – the, He was the just gay, like trying to put on gay, like – Yes. The gay bar, gay bar owner is definitely kind of like in love with him, and Ryu is just kind of like, I yes. accept your – yeah. I accept your company. Friendship, yeah, but yeah. I don't love you. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yep. But Those little wieners look good. <laughs> a show in Japan, they yeah, I think they did a good mm-hmm. job. Was yeah. showing kind of a diverse cast, um, but um, yeah, I like the the showing of the food at the end of each episode. Um, oh, that was awesome. The ways to cook things. Cool. It, yeah. Oh, yeah. In a way, it, it did. It reminded me of those old, uh, like growing up in the '90s, when they'd have those uh, the hard hitting, like sitcom shows, and then at the end, like the cast would come out and say, like, "Oh, you know, <clears throat> you know, alcohol abuse is a real issue, and you should go to this yeah. for help." Like, it <laughs> kind of reminded me of like something. A, yeah. Yeah. Like a lighthearted version of that. Um, I think we all should. Uh, we're all going to make an attempt at uh, making a rolled omelet from the first episode. <laughs> yes, we talked about that. Yeah. Yeah. I think we should do it. We'll do That's that what for, the for, the bar owner owns, the uh, nightclub owner owns or or eats. Yeah, yeah. yeah. For for a TikTok thing, we'll we'll try and do that. Fuck yeah. Um, the second episode I enjoyed. Um, I enjoyed the singing. Um, but it, yeah, it was it was it was sad. Um, because you know the the singer she passed away. Mm-hmm. But then the cat came oh. back. She would order the the cat rice and. Oh, that was yeah. The, no, okay. I, I I really enjoyed it. I liked. I like the focus on the food. I like the uh, the focus on community. Like Pat was saying, the whole reason for this theme. Um, you know, overall, I, I probably will watch uh, more episodes. I would like to see more shows like this. So, therefore, 
Uh, my three word review was uh, White Castle series. <laughs> just have a series based inside of White Castle just for one night. And I don't just hate that an anthology. No. I'm not um, against that. Especially when they did. do the uh, what 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 is like is it Valentine's Day when White Castle does like the candlelit tables yeah, and stuff? Yeah, yeah give me all. Oh, just give yeah. give me the run. Give me the Christmas through like March run of like White Castle but employees. I mean, if you've ever <laughs> New Year's Eve, oh my ever God. Been, New Year's Eve drive through, yeah. oh, oh my God, this is a fucking thing, dude. St. Patty's Day, yeah. If you've oh, ever been to yeah. a White Castle, yes. like inside yeah. after White eleven, White Castle, White Castle, it's good for White Castle stories. <laughs> Yeah. It's like Taxi White Cab Castle. Confessions. Taxi but Cab Confessions, yeah. <laughs> there we go. We're, th- we're in the same, yeah. <laughs> this is fucking, okay. Oh my I'm God. calling somebody. It I just don't makes know. itself. It just writes That's, itself. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, yeah, there, there's so many so many ideas from this. And, it, you know, I'd hate to bring this up for Brian, but it reminds me of the Joe Swanberg series, that love series. But how... <laughs> <laughs> and Brian just left. But and, how we yeah, he, um, just, he just quit the podcast. Guys. Brian is logged out of the chat. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it just like how it kind of revisited, and like it didn't. It was like an anthology series, kind of. But like you know, not every episode tied in together, but some storylines were continuing. Like you know, and Pat had mentioned previously. Mm-hmm. That's just yeah. That's not, the only part uh, that really reminded me of it. This is done a lot better. I will say that not on like VHS, um, which he's also kind of famous for. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's right. Um, but overall, I'm gonna give it a, uh, I give it a three and a half out of five. Okay. Nice. Was that your biggest of the three? You give the other two three, right? I no, I gave. Yeah. Uh, no, I actually gave the trip to four, and I oh, gave somebody you did. Feel a three so and a trip. half. I can, oh, okay. I kind of, Matt, I kind of wonder if you if you'd sat there and watched more of the episodes of what your rating would be. Well, it would have gone down. <clears throat> It would have gone down? Yeah, okay. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Only because yeah. I know you really want people to really enjoy this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I give it a two. No, no. I, I, uh, I think we yeah, all did watch well. him. This was a... This was, yeah. No, I'll watch him more. Yeah, I I wasn't mad at anybody's picks this week. No. Or this episode. No. Not this week. No. This episode. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Someday. But yeah, no, I do want to watch more of the so, Midnight this... Diner. And I think... Pat, I think a three and a half is really good for me. It is. Not, three and a half know, is. I'm not like you size. going around giving like yeah, three, f- like fives. You and tried four to and give. A, you and... tried to give every single Wes Anderson film like a negative one star. So, not yeah. A so you know star. what? You know what, Pat? Screw you and your Midnight you. Diner. You know you can. <laughs> you know what? I don't care you know what, what the premise fuck is. You. Fuck you. <laughs> you know you what? Know, Royal Tenenbaums is better than Midnight Diner. How's that feel? You get fucked, sir. You can get fucked. And I really like Midnight Diner. I will. I will. I will bet you a hundred dollars that more people, once they've seen Midnight Diner, will want to watch more Midnight Diner than they ever watch Royal Tenenbaums. You know what? Let's start there. I'm gonna disagree because I think there's more cult fans of Wes Anderson. Yeah. Yep. Until they've seen Midnight Diner. <laughs> Until you, know, they've seen Midnight Diner. <laughs> you know what? Let's start there. Okay, fair. Rotten Tomato score: <laughs> Midnight Diner. Not I'm available. Not available. Oh, is this a Pottersville? However. How is it not available? Midnight Diner Tokyo Stories, Rotten Tomato score, 86%. So fucking weird, right? Okay. Like the original does not have, there's just, no one's reviewed it. Is it older? What's the, what did you yeah. say the date is? It looks like, like it's older, like early 2000s. It feels okay. like it was shot in the fucking late 80s. Um, yeah. Which is both a credit and a detriment at times. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. But. 
Yeah. Especially the city shots, like when, you know, the beginning or whatever. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's like, it's like, like, it's oh, like yeah. late 90s, maybe. But yeah. Basic bitch Tokyo. Like, yeah. It's, oh, yeah. I mean, it's, it's, a very, it's a very cheaply made show. Very. Which is, again. That well, explains why it's one which, location for the most part. Yeah. Which, mm-hmm. yeah. For me, it's its charm is that is one mm-hmm. location like that's yeah. so if i'm going um, yeah, you are my first thought was what another just great one fucking setting like play you know what i mean mm-hmm. like make this yeah. a play is this not a play like just give me and you could even you could even set up like a at this point you know you could set up like an electric fryer and grill the, the dude could be cooking like you could smell yeah. you, Imagine smelling the food he's cooking through the audience while you're just like watching people tell their stories to like what is essentially a bartender, which is also kind of my other thing. I was like, is there not like a a cheers play? Like what if no. why doesn't it just make a play out of cheers? Like just set up a bar and let someone pour drinks and tell stories and jokes. Like I'd go to I'd go to I'd go yeah. to an hour plus of that, right? With yeah. maybe with maybe some sort of central conflict, you know. So like mm-hmm. maybe maybe you maybe you develop the the Ryu and uh, you know the nightclub owner story like through the play, but all these other characters coming out like the Ochizuki sister or Ochizuki friends, the um, the girl who like owns the bar and like her like lap dog <laughs> that like always yeah. sits in like the corner or whatever. Like you bring all these people, I, it would make an incredible play, which Matt kind of basically said. Mm-hmm. Um, and then just uh, my my second thought for this was like find me the real guy like th- does this really exist like show me the actual documentary of like the midnight diner like is mm. there some little fucking just mm. you know little little hole in the wall you know two steps down an alley diner that's open from midnight to seven where people come in and, like mm-hmm. if that's real uh, so leading me to my three word review uh, take me there like yep. I, I want i really japan is on the bucket list 100 percent, mm-hmm. and thankfully britney's in because she is obsessed she's more obsessed with sushi than i am so we're fucking there yeah. um has she did you has she watched this show yet uh she watched some of it with me she doesn't she doesn't do a lot of subtitles yeah so she watched some, you know what I mean, and I was like pointing things out, and she's like, "Yeah, that looks good." Um, especially one of my new favorite dishes. Dishes. So we've been talking about getting like a, what do they call it? Like a rice cooker, right? Yeah, like that kind of thing. Because we've been cooking a bunch of rice mm-hmm. and stuff with different dishes lately, mm-hmm. and I and then I saw the 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 friends drinking the or drinking eating the ochazuke, mm-hmm. which is basically just rice with any sort of meat or protein or veggie, and they add like green tea like to the rice. Because and, and the reason they do it is you, you can use old rice. So essentially I could cook rice today and then two days later I could be like, ah, we still have this rice. Let's make some let's make some Ochizuke. I, and I would just boil a green tea, pour it in, you mix it, and then you throw like a little bit of, you know, fish or chicken or something on it and eat that. It's it, it is called almost like a, like a snack meal. I don't know. I've noticed the Japanese culture don't eat big meals. They just eat a whole lot of little meals. Mm-hmm. If that makes sense. Yeah. Um mm-hmm. And I love that concept. Like I don't know this. I, I've always loved Japanese culture, and this this show just really fucking highlights it. Like it almost feels like this is like a soap opera in Japan, where it's just it's it's very simple. It's very like everyone's kind of you know the different characters come in and out. Um, mm-hmm. So I gave it four stars. Um, this was probably my favorite. This is definitely my favorite of the three. Um, 
you know, my initial thoughts were like, take me there. My other thoughts were like, what a great retirement gig. Like, what if I just, you know, I, I, I've always had the dream of like a food truck or something. It's the same idea, right? Yeah. Where, but this, this feels so much more personable, which I really liked mm-hmm. is what if I did open up a little fucking, like, it, it, think about where I live too, right? Not to call out my town, but like, yeah. Imagine down here if I opened up like a diner that was like 12 to 6. So I'd get people after the bar. I'd get people after like night shift. And then I'd get a little bit of breakfast traffic. And then boom, that's it. I close it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Imagine the people you'd meet, the stories you tell. And I used to bartend, you know, full disclosure. Um, And it just has that vibe, you know what I mean? And I'm not, I'm not exactly in my, and as far as I think, you know, like extrovert and that kind of thing. And that's, but, but I just bartending and like just meeting people and all that stuff. I, I love that aspect of the show. Um, Mm -hmm. And yeah, I don't know. I, I mean, that's kind of everything I got. I mean, um, I love that the musician would come in and he could play for food. I love that concept. I would totally do that, especially if I was in like Chicago or some shit. And I was like, if someone walked in, they were like, ah, I'm hungry. All I got is this guitar. And I'd be like, play for everybody and I'll cook you something. <laughs> like, I don't know. There's a lot of cool little, like, again, I know it's it's fiction, but a lot of cool concepts at play at this. And uh, yeah, I mean, that's all I got. I mean, I it, it was cool. It's, it's a really cool concept. I want to be both on the on on the end of receiving the food, and I would love to just run something like this and just cook for fucking people. Like, yeah. Actually, I think I think that uh, I think that guitar <laughs> episode's the food critic episode I've been talking about. Oh, is it? Oh, I think so. Go. Like yeah, I said, like, I I didn't I did not I don't think I got to season two. I think I literally was just season one shit, but. Uh, yeah. Oh, and also just and my first my very first note of this whole show is give me all the food and the beer. Like I just love the everyone gets like a little like 10 ounce glass of like a yeah. Japanese beer with like. Yeah. So you did watch it because it's the butter rice episode. Oh, butter rice. Uh, that was one of my favorite yeah. dishes as well. Yeah. Yeah. I like that. With the, yeah, with the soy sauce. With the, yeah. with the dab and, of soy sauce. I'm yeah, telling you, I'm going to make cake. a lot of the dishes from this show. Yeah. But I mean, that's but I mean, that's the episode I'm talking about where it's just like you thought it was going to be about the food critic, you know criticizing the diner and it's like no he meets he meets the man that his uh sister fell in love with and then he fucked off and or they fuck they all fucked off from each oh other he goes for her yes yeah. yes you're right and yeah, he's yeah. like you he's like you make my sister so happy <coughs> if you met up again and yes you know well because they had the kid and he like yeah yeah oh yeah good episode or, yeah it was a great episode <coughs> yep and that's why i was like oh wow this like this like subverts your expectations sometimes, so it's like okay, I can really get into this. And I love, I love that. I, I I think one of my favorite parts of like thinking about like running an establishment like this, and Matt probably has the closest experience of that because his family ran like a fucking actual food stand or food like mm-hmm. restaurant kind of thing. A was like, yeah. yeah, was like, just just like when you're in that situation, like the like the master chef of the show is like he cooks and then he just goes and sits and smokes a cigarette. This the show also made me want to smoke cigarettes again. But um <laughs> um but he just sits he just sits and listens to the conversation and they don't care. Like yeah. to them he's not there. He just made the food and he's done. But like yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Oh, yeah. Okay, he pops in with some words of wisdom. Yeah. It's and just then, and it, then there's it, it, a weird philosopher guy in the corner that 
sits there and has his uh says his weird words of whatever <laughs> yeah i mean it just fit your it fit your theme so well obviously because this was your inspiration for it but it was just like yeah just food and fucking relationships like yep yeah and stories and life and yeah yep. we're going we're going to do this every november i'm not going to let you oh, change yeah. that <laughs> no i'm de- i think this is definitely a sticking theme for november just a matter of what twist we want to put on it. Yeah. 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 Uh, yeah. That's all I got. Um, all right. That's all I got. All right. Are we ready to pan the streams? Let's pan the fucking streams. <sighs> I'm ready to pan the fucking streams. <clears throat> Let's do it. Because guess what next month is, ladies and gentlemen? Hey, it's fucking Christmas. Christmas. Jesus. Woo. Christmas. Woo! Jesus, Christmas, Christmas. So, who wants to start? <coughs> well, I think it's Brian's theme. Should he do a little? Yeah, Brian. Brian should. Brian should chat that up. All right, intro. Up. Quick, quick intro in my film. Um, so for this December, wait, we what are, are you talking about the theme too? Yes, yeah, your theme. are doing a very Tubi Christmas. Welcome, everybody, to the greatest fucking streaming service available right now. It's free, and you can sign up. And actually, I signed up recently because you only have to really sign up if you want to like save your place in a movie or make a favorites mm-hmm. list. Uh, but I signed up recently, and they didn't even ask for my information. They were just like, you want to sign up? And I was like, yes. And they're like, cool, we got it. So Tubi is very aggressive, <laughs> which I also love about them. <laughs> when you open Tubi, one of my favorite things is uh, – I won't go too far Tubi. But when you open Tubi, one of my favorite things is like they have like a little – like everybody else, like a banner and suggested movies and stuff like that. If you pick nothing, if you just open it and leave it, they'll put you in a movie. They're like, cool, here's the fucking movie you're about to watch now. And you're like, I didn't even, I just opened the app. And they're like, yeah, well, now you're watching uh, Lethal Weapon 5. So, but um, <laughs> anyway, we're going to have a very Tubi Christmas, and I got a lot of fun games and stuff involved. And, uh, you know, the next episode should be released the first week of December, so everyone can... Uh, hear our recommendations, watch our recommendations. We'll talk about them then, and then we're also going to, you know... Um, we're gonna watch a lot of we're gonna watch a lot of uh, Christmas Tubi movies. I think that's what we're gonna do. Anyway, my choice for December's uh, very Tubi Christmas is a little fo- little film called Christmas Trade. Um, this is a 2015 comedy, and the plot of this movie is, which I've never seen, and I'm, however, I'm very excited. Uh, just days before Christmas, an L.A. real estate lawyer, played by William Baldwin, Billy Baldwin, uh, and ooh. his 12-year-old son, magically swap bodies. Yes, my friends, it is a Freaky, Freaky Friday, Friday Christmas story. Um, I'm fine with that. We need more of those. Uh, same, same. There's not enough. Um as they walk in each other's shoes, the father and son rediscover what it means to be family. So... As I said, father, played by Billy Baldwin, you know, probably the favorite at this point because he didn't kill anyone. Um, also starring Denise Richards, Tom Arnold, and Ooh. and in a in a cameo or kind of smaller role, Jennifer Grant. Wow, the daughter, the daughter of Cary Grant. Um, 
yeah, this is a very low Rotten Tomato score, which we can get into next time. Um, but I'm very excited because I'm a big backdraft guy, so I love Billy Baldwin. Um, oh, I love backdraft, yeah. Ah, I love backdraft. So good. Um, yeah, so uh, it's called Christmas Trade, and it's available on Tubi. And if you type the word Christmas into Tubi, uh, you're going to have to scroll like 10,000 times because they have every fucking sub 40% Rotten Tomato score movie available that features the word Christmas in it, um, which is why mm-hmm. Tubi is the greatest streaming service of all time. Okay. Yeah. Who's next? Right, I'll go next. <laughs> yeah, Matt, go ahead. <clears throat> so I did make the mistake of punching in Christmas on Tubi, and I saw every Christmas movie. <laughs> Christmas in the Smoky Mountains, Christmas yep. in Cleveland, Christmas, yeah. So after scrolling down, um, I found one location that uh, was exciting to me, and I went with a movie I never saw. It came out in 1991, Christmas on Division Street. It, uh, so the plot of it, it's a basic plot. Um, a boy played by Fred Savage, probably Beautiful. in the middle of his Wonder Years Beautiful. Uh, phase, moves to Philadelphia with his family and meets a homeless old-timer. Which I guess nowadays you say unhoused old timer, <laughs> Hume Cronin, who becomes his teacher and his guide. Um, yeah, so um, never heard anything about this. I'm surprised I haven't. But yeah, there's uh, Fred Savage. the The cast isn't as, I guess, well known as Brian's, but um, yeah, Cloyce Cloyce Morrow's in it. Nope. She's known for um she was in the Gong Show movie, Can't Ooh. Buy Me Love, and um of course the classic Floppy Dogs. <laughs> okay. So and yeah, yeah, so that's it. Yeah. So I guess we're going to Philadelphia for Christmas. Um okay. yeah. That's nice. all I gotta all I gotta say. All right, so Pat. my movie. We're going to go with Black Christmas. Now, the title is misleading. <laughs> it's <laughs> it, it's not a black exploitation film. It is a horror film. It is a horror Christmas film. It's actually got a pretty stacked cast itself. It's got Kitty Cassidy of uh, Arrow fame, uh, Michelle Trachtenberg, Mary Elizabeth Winstead, oh. Oliver Hudson, Lacey Chathbert. I think that's everyone. I feel like I heard this movie. Yeah. Uh, basically, it, it's about... What year did it come out? 2006. And then there's a uh, remake okay. uh, from Blumhouse in 2019. Um, oh, good to say that because we don't want to screw yeah. up. Yeah, so you want the 2006 version. That's the one I picked. Uh, Lacey Chabay's in it? That's what I just said. L- Lacey Chabert. <laughs> Chabert? Okay. It's, anyway, Chab- it's Chabert. It's Chabert. It's Lacey Chabert. 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 I've been, okay. Because I know I've been saying it wrong. So been in love with her since Party of Five. It's Lacey Chabert. Thank you. Yeah, well, Party whatever. of Five. She was my crush. Yeah. No. I was always whatever. a Jennifer Love Hewitt guy. Girls? We've discussed this. but uh, Yeah. We, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, Mean Girls. Yeah, Lacey's kind of mine, so back off. Okay, you can have. No. You can have. You can have yeah, Lacey. Fine. Jesus, we're no, not, we can't. We're not wait, sitting here. That sounds terrible. She was like eleven <laughs> yeah. years old in Party of Five, bro. There's okay. no chance. Whoa. So was I. Slow, be- slow down, Elvis. Oh yeah. Okay. 
Okay, all right. Yeah, well, I was. Right. I wasn't Elvis. I wasn't like twenty-one yeah. trying to pray an eleven-year-old <laughs> like Elvis. I mean, let's let's not talk about Jimmy Page, uh, twenty-four years old. Uh, you know, having relations with thirteen. Cancel them all. Just oh. fucking cancel them all. Yeah. Cancel. Yeah, pretty much that. Whole cancel them all. Yeah, if that's the case. Cancel the era, uh, baby. But anyway, <laughs> so <laughs> it's about <laughs> it's about a a killer. Black Christmas about a boy. About a boy who was abused by his mother, mur- murders his mother, murders his mother's his stepfather, and then brutal brutally attacks his love child with, from his mother. So you guys have not um, you guys have not seen no the original Black Christmas. No. Oh okay. No, have when not. When was the original? Was that seventy? Yeah, it's the original slasher film. Honestly, it's 74. it's literally it's it's before it's a, Michael Myers. It's, a, it's the original slasher film. The original is anyway. Oh, and it's so, got uh, it's uh, oh, it's got what's two, her face. Yeah, it's saying the two thousand six version is a loose remake. Good. Mm-hmm. I, hope, I hope that means the women. Can we cut that out? I'm sorry. <laughs> wow. But um. Uh, wow. You can't. Yeah. So he goes. She should bear it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I've been canceled. <coughs> baby, baby, okay. go goes goes back to his house that's been turned into a sorority house. Starts killing the sorority girls. Should be interesting. Spoiler. Yeah, just kidding. I've seen the original. Um, <laughs> what's this on? Tubi, of course. Tubi. On Tubi. Oh yeah, duh. That was the theme. Yeah, that it's was the com- whole theme. It's all coming back to me now. <laughs> Sorry, I'm making yeah. notes. Okay, uh, Tubi or oh shit, I think Andrea Martin's in both versions of the film. That makes sense. Ah, there you go. That makes sense. So, yep. Christmas, a very to be Christmas. A very to be Christmas, everybody. Yep. Welcome, welcome to the greatest free streaming and then, available. And then, uh, before we go, there might be a special episode. Oh, yeah. There might, oh, yeah. There might be a special episode if we can get our schedules to line up right and get this to work out. But there might be a special episode coming out. Little so bonus, sweet. yeah. So the Christmas Little episode will record first week and hopefully premiere first week of December, mm-hmm. and then we're looking to get one more special little uh, little guy out before the year's over. Yep, and then yep. we'll see you guys after the new year. I guess if it's if we if we can make it happen, we'll let them know by the the Christmas episode, yeah, so that people can go watch it if that's even a thing for our right. podcast. But yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, did anybody have a song? Because I have a... No. Oh. What What about a Christmas song? Oh, that'll be the next episode, obviously. Yeah. You don't yeah. play Christmas before yeah, before on. Thanksgiving. Or, What's going on here? Nope. I got, I, got a, I got a song. I got no, a song. Wait. Oh, great. Can I go here first? Go. Can I go first? Like... Yeah. I, okay. I was just, just going to do the Midnight Diner song. I just want... Oh, okay. I don't hate that, but let me go first. Oh, that's... Yeah, um, yeah uh, you know socials rate review yep. i don't know like Whatever. follow yeah give us give us the bump Jeez. we're almost on episode 50 we really need your help right now to mm-hmm. start yes. reaching a broader audience mm-hmm. so share, we can stop share, working share with help people. us out so we can stop yes. working and just working on our uh michael kind of precious <laughs> yeah okay and then we could film our own version of the trip while simultaneously well, we can put pat and phil on the road together that's when yep. we've that's when we've that's when we've, That's when we've made it. <laughs> that right there. All right, ready? We just need to figure out what he's after. 
With respect, Master Wayne, perhaps this is a man you don't fully understand either. A long time ago, I was in Burma. My friends and I were working for the local government. They were trying to buy the loyalty of tribal leaders by bribing them with precious stones. But their caravans were being raided in a forest north of Rangoon by a bandit. So we went looking for the stones. But in six months, we never met anyone who traded with him. One day, I saw a child playing with a ruby the size of a tangerine. The bandit had been throwing them away. So why steal them? Well, because he thought it was good sport. Because some men aren't looking for anything logical, like money. They can't be bought, bullied, reasoned, or negotiated with. And some men just want to watch the world burn. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, that is a really great scene from that movie. That was uh, was that gonna, was that was me doing Michael Caine. I don't yeah. know what you're talking about. I was going to say, yeah, that okay. was a really good impression. <laughs> okay, yeah. All right, all right. Dude, the, all right, Dark Knight's, the Dark Knight's one of the best movies of the last 20 Pat years. And as Christian Bale, that was, you guys did a good job. Yeah. <laughs> you're welcome. You're welcome, audience. Yeah. Anyway, good night, everyone. We'll talk. We'll see you next time. Peace out. Good night.